Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Ukulele Underground podcast. My name is Aldrin Guerrero, and joining me are Mr. Aaron, the voice. Now, Kamara, say what's up, Aaron. What's up? And Mr. Kahai, the legend, Fergan, say what's up, Kahai. What's up? Yeah, we're, you know, we're here, right, Kahai? No, no, no problem, <laughs> no nothing, you know? The podcast is starting, people are seeing us, the live chat is working, everything's all good, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> so, <laughs> for all of you folks who listen to this just as a podcast and stuff, they're like, I don't, you know, I don't understand. You have to watch one of these live tapings, like one of these days, just, just to see, like, you know, I'm, I'm looking at the corner of my eye, like, just noticing the panic sometimes on, on Kai's face. And I'm just like, oh, just keep going. Even if it stops, like, I'm just going to keep going because the podcast people are still listening to this. But yeah, you guys got to catch one of the live shows one day, if you can, you know, if you can. Um, but we are here and how Ukulele on the Ground podcast works is you guys ask us questions and we'll try to answer them as best as we can. I'll try to answer as best as I can and then I'll toss it over to the other two guys. They'll give their, um, their own two cents, five cents, ten cent answers and then we'll try to put it together. We got a nice quarter for you, okay? So, um Sometimes we don't get questions. Sometimes we just kind of talk story. Most of the time we just kind of talk story. And if not, uh, we'll do some fun stuff. Like we do some, uh, some songwriting challenges, some spicy eating challenges, some whatever it may be. We, uh, we have fun here. So that's really all it is. It's a nice, fun podcast where we talk ukulele. I know there's, there's like a lot of different podcasts. Now back then it was like the ukulele, the OG K-Town Heroes podcast. Mm-hmm. And then there's like, like Stu, uh, Stu's ukulele podcast in, up in up in Denver. Right? Mm-hmm. I think that was like the only two podcasts that there were. Yeah, for ukulele. Yeah, now it's like it's good. You know, like more content the better because like I was kind of looking for content. It was either listen to myself or <laughs> listen to uh, listen to Stu. Now I have like all these you know all these other people to listen to. It's great, but yeah, ukulele podcast for the win, Kahai, right? Yep. <laughs> yeah, there you go. See, I like that confident yep <laughs> yeah. sound that, that you're making instead of a uh yes <laughs> mm, yeah. it's all good it's, it's all good definitely not to hide that i am still <laughs> setting things up yep it's all good but yeah. anyway yeah the three of us are here we're here and we're ready to help you out so kahai give me the first question bud we had that uh what is it like the cliffhanger, cliffhanger yeah. from last week so the cliffhanger again was uh, from Heart Ukulele, and she said that she just got a new concert ukulele. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a custom concert, and everything seems to be going great. But she noticed that there is a slight indentation slash bump on the back of the neck, mm. uh, right about where you place your thumb in first position. Mm. Uh, it's not visible to the eye, but you can definitely feel it, and it's bothersome mm. to me when I try to play the uke. Ah. Um, it feels like this area of the uke might not have been sanded down evenly. Uh, other than the bump, everything else about the uke is awesome. Mm. So she wants to know is, uh, that said, though not technically a defective instrument, it still yeah. feels weird to me when playing it. Have you ever had a situation like this before with an instrument? Mm. And how did you go about resolving things without creating hard feelings with the seller? Mm. Thanks so much for the advice and apologies for another long question. Okay. Um, yeah, not only with the apologies and stuff. I mean, you know, like I, I would ask that question too if I had gotten like a custom. It's a custom instrument, right? You said. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, if it's like a custom instrument, you know, you had your heart set on this thing, and it's like ah, oh, and you've been waiting for it for like months, years, maybe even I don't know how long you've been waiting for this instrument. You finally get it, 
and then you find that there's like you know a small imperfection because you put your thumb there like all the time and that means like you're constantly reminded that you know um that there's a defect in your ukulele and that's not something that you you know you you really want right even you know you had your heart set on this thing all of a sudden it's not what you thought it was going to be and uh and yeah that's tough i'm glad you didn't say who is you know who it's from but I, I would be, you know, I, I would be kind of sad as well. Um, you, you can take, you know, um, take comfort in the fact that it probably, you know, won't affect the sound at all. It's probably just like a, you know, like a feeling. I don't know if there's anything you can do, you know, about it. If it's just like a small little indentation in there, as long as it's not uh, maybe like a, you know, a, a bending or anything like that, that would change the um, the intonation of the uh, of the ukulele. That might be kind of bad. But for the most part. Um, if it's just an aesthetic thing, it's it's not too bad. I think the you know the more uh, or the the sooner that you kind of um, that you accept your, your ukulele's flaws, <laughs> like I think the better, the more fun fun you can have with the instrument. Um, but I would let them know. So that's that's one of the things. Like, hey, love you know, I would I would kind of write them a letter or an email and just be like, hey, you know, love every, uh, everything about my ukulele. I did notice this one part. So just in case that they can do something about it, you know, like maybe they maybe they will. If there's completely nothing they you know they can do, then it's one of those we just gotta face the facts that that's how it's going to be. But if there is something that they can do on their end to fix whatever issue that you're having, then uh, then that would be that would be great. But at least let them know, you know what I mean? Like, and you don't have to come at them uh, kind of like, hey. You know, like I thought this was gonna be perfect. <laughs> just or just, yeah, customer. yeah. You know, you don't yeah. want to be that person because um, uh, a lot of the times these ukuleles are handmade, and these you know human errors um, do exist. You know, even even in the highest of brands like Kamaka, Kanilea, Koloha, there's going to be you know like little um, you know little bits of like human errors that's going to happen and that's just that's just it you know i've i've been to all those you know all the ukulele factories that they have like a stock like a pile of stuff that they you know quality control wise couldn't let out but this is a little bit different because yours is a custom order so if there is just one tiny thing you know or one tiny flaw that they might have missed um it's not like they, you know, they can just make a whole another one of those and then give, you know, give you that one. So I, I understand where you're coming from, but I would let them know just so I, that, like, huh? Yeah, actually, I, I like reading back. I think she said it's handmade, but I don't, I'm not sure if it's custom. So okay, I guess okay, that, okay. that might be something. Okay, too. yeah, because if it's custom, that's what I would do. Is be like, hey, you know, I ordered this or whatever, and then this happened. I mean, even then, you know, if um, if if she's the first owner. If that's, you know, if that makes sense. If you're the first owner, definitely, you know, still let them know. Like, mm-hmm. don't be afraid to let people know because uh, it's not like, you know, you're you're coming. As long as you don't come at them, like, with, with malice or anything like that. You're like, hey, you know, disgruntled customer. As long as you're coming in, like, hey, love the uke, love how it looks, love how it sounds. Just like, you know, just like how you were telling us, basically. Like, But there is this one little thing, and it's where I put my thumb all the time. Is there something that we can do or, you know, something that... um that's that we we can fix this with if not then you know it is what it is but or you know at, at most you know they can um they can probably take it back and fix it like you know they maybe pay you know pay for the shipping uh sand it down or whatever and then just redo it because if it's just the neck it's not that big of a uh, you know of, of a fix and i think they can sand down and refinish a neck no problem but if it's like on the body that's a little bit different because that does mess with the um the thickness of the of the top or of the sides and back and stuff so that maybe is a little iffy neck wise 
it might be doable depending on what it, I can't. You know, I, I, did she send pictures? No, she just uh, asked the question. So okay, you know, but um, as you play through, because right now I'm feeling that I don't know if you can see this, but this ukulele has kind of an indentation in the back. Let me show that. <laughs> is that from you? <laughs> well, you know, I don't know what the right angle is to kind of get get that. There is. I can't get it, but there is like right here. Ooh. The best yeah, I've had ukuleles that. where there's uh, there's like a like an in, like indentation. Okay, maybe. All right, I lost it. See, like it's it's easy to lose. It's there, there you can kind of see. Yeah, you can kind of see like that. You hit it. So. Hey, 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 <laughs> hey! I I did not. We do not say that on air. <laughs> no. I probably did. You know, I, I probably like put it down and maybe like it fell or something and, and you know, and, and hit it. So it's not a defect, you know, like, but I'm just saying that there is, you know, a, um, a indentation here on the neck of my ukula that I use all the time. You know, it doesn't, um, it's, it's character. I mean, it doesn't affect the, uh, the sound of the ukulele or how it plays or anything like that. So, um, although I feel it because, you know, my, my thumb is back here all the time, just like you, but uh, I just kind of like, Hey, you know, it's character, <laughs> I that, guess. Like, that, yeah, I've yeah. dropped a bunch of instruments and yeah. had pretty much exactly that. on the Right. Map. But you know, it's, it is different if it's like a custom made ukulele, you're yeah, just if like, it's brand new. Yeah. That's so that's a little you, bit different. That's just how you yeah. got it. Hey. I know if. And, and who's to say, like, if it's them too, mm-hmm. like the builders, right? Yeah. Who, like you know, they miss a spot or something. It could yeah. be like, if it's an indentation like that, mm-hmm. it could have just been from chipping too. Like yeah, it just true. got kind true, of bumped true. around a little mm-hmm. bit and something mm-hmm. happened. So, yeah. And I'm sure like, if you explain to them that you got it that way, mm. any good manufacturer or any of the like re- reputable yeah. brands will be like, oh yeah, we'll take a look at it at yeah. least. Yeah. Or, at least so- or something. Like just don't be afraid to reach out. So it's not like, you know, as long like I, I can't stress this enough. As long as you don't come off as like a disgruntled customer, and be like, "Hey, this. You know how much I paid for this? <laughs> this yeah. is how it comes to me. Like, just don't be that person. As long as you're like, hey, you know, I I like how this turned out. There is this one thing though about it. It doesn't affect it in you know in any way at all. But is there something that we can do? You know, or whatever. Yeah. Just like ask. Just ask. You know, because if not. I think most builders are like that, right? Their, their yeah. instruments represent them. Yes, and exactly. And so they don't want you showing other people like, hey, mm-hmm. this is an ukulele that I got yeah. from so-and-so. And, and then yeah. other people <laughs> noticing that and like, yeah. they would rather you say mm-hmm. something and yeah. then mm-hmm. they can, maybe they can fix it or, you know, yeah. if, if it's okay. Like, yes. Because uh, they'll be like, don't, don't tell people that. Yeah, like, you, if, you, if you just told us, we would fix it and, you know, like, yeah. Now it's on Ukula on the Ground podcast, and everyone knows. <laughs> <laughs> Jim, Jim in the chat, uh, like he he brings up a good point too. He says that natural timber mm-hmm. always has variations True. that might be considered uh, by some as faults. So that's where if you're gonna send them like an email or something, mm-hmm. maybe you want to take pictures of it too. Yeah, because then they might look at it and they might be like, "Oh no, that's uh, you that's know, just how it is." But yeah, or, if she's saying it's noticeable, it's kind of big. Yeah, yeah, and if it's on your neck too, it yeah. shouldn't be something on your neck. It should be smooth on your neck. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. so you yeah. know that that's that's what I advise. I advise you know letting them know and seeing if there is something that you can do about it. Mm-hmm. If there is not a thing that you can do about it, then you know it's just chalk it up to character. It's just like Kahai said, it could have been from anything. It might not have even been from them. You know, like so. Um, 
it, if it doesn't affect your sound or, or playability, um, I, I wouldn't worry too much about it. But see if you can, you know, do something. But if not, then got it. Yeah. <laughs> I was telling somebody too, like that there is it is pretty fun to own an ukulele. That mm. it's not that you don't care about the ukulele or own an nice. instrument. It's just that playing it is more important to you than like. I gotta keep it in the most pristine mm. condi- condition, yeah. right? Mm. And it's like a, I mean, we call them like beater ukes, right? Yeah. But like, even if you enjoy playing a uke, and it's like the, you, you know, question yourself like, do I like playing this uke or do I like looking at this uke? Like, ah. is the beauty more important to it mm-hmm. than me playing it? Mm-hmm. So if if it, playing it is okay, and you want to keep it, you still want to keep it in good condition, mm-hmm. but maybe don't put too much pressure on. That whole like oh you know I got a pristine yeah oh no there's a scratch or there's a bump yeah. or something yeah yeah like I, I think musicians you know we we part of playing our instruments is using them and it mm-hmm. is there's is wear and tear to that yeah every time I get an ukulele from uh, from Uncle Joe Souza of Kanye Lea, the, the first thing he tells me like here you go bust him up and I'm like Joe don't tell me that because I'm like the most careless person ever you know and and I do bust them up and um, and he's just like well that's what I told you so I guess I can't complain when I bring him something like hey dude this happened <laughs> or whatever you know and he's like well I uh, maybe made a mistake when I told you to bust him up but that's it's one of those things um, he kind of likes it because he knows that I've been playing my ukulele I've been giving it some love and stuff so that's just uh, that happens in your case I know that's not you know that's not the case in your case but um, it's, it's one of those it'll happen eventually anyway yeah like uh, you will get wear and tear on you know on an instrument it it sucks that like it's uh it's already happened and you didn't do it and it's just like it came like that and and i feel you but yeah see what see what they can do um they you know most manufacturers most builders will, will want to protect their reputation and see if they can help you out mm-hmm. yeah. yeah 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 i think most of them do like i don't i don't know of anyone maybe like if they just mass produce stuff, maybe they're just like, oh, but even then, from the line. Even I guess the mass so, produced yeah. guys, they they would rather like replace it mm-hmm. just so that it's easy. Yeah, yeah. So here you go. Here's yeah, a we have one, one exactly like that, so yeah. we'll just swap it out for yours, and then mm-hmm. you can be happy showing it yeah. to people. Yes, and yeah. it doesn't risk our reputation. Yeah. And if you you if you bought your uke from somebody like Mim or the ukulele mm-hmm. site, I know for sure like those guys. You ask them about something, and they'll be like. Yeah, I uh, you can send it back yeah. and I'll try and fix it or I'll mm-hmm. try and help you out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like yeah. we've heard the links that they've gone through to yeah. try and like you know, oh, we want you to to get the ukulele that you think you deserve or you yep. that you were expecting. So yeah, yep. Mm-hmm. So there you go. That's that's what we that's what we suggest you do. All right. So uh, Kahai, uh, we are live going on right now, right? So people can ask us questions via chat. Um, we are answering questions that we got emails and uh, emails about, and we uh, we answered that one question from last week and stuff. But uh, do we have any questions from our live chat? Uh, I don't think so. Uh, okay, not yeah. currently. So yeah. if anybody wants to leave a question in the chat, they can. Yeah. So most um, uh, most of them, I'm guessing, is kind of talking about the question that we just yeah. got asked. Okay, yeah. cool. Um, ask us whatever yeah. you guys want. Uh, but for now, let's go to another question, Kai. Yeah. So this one is from Joko again. Okay. And he kind of, because last week we had the songwriting challenge. Yes. And it was like. You know, you had to fill in the blank, and we gave an example mm-hmm. of like two, five, one. Yes. But you fill in the blank for two. 
so he asked, uh, the one is the root note of the key. How do you know what key a song is in? Whatever the first chord, I'm guessing he's asking, is it whatever the first chord is? Mm. Uh, but it doesn't seem like it, it's like this 99% uh, of the time. Mm. I know theoretically that song, songs don't need to start with the one, but mm. if someone asked me to explain why, I wouldn't know how. Uh, what's the deal with the one being out of position like that? Um, okay. <laughs> so this is, this is like a music theory question. It's actually a very simple, very basic music theory question. And we talked about music theory last week about like uh, chord families and things like that. And that's how you can find out what key a song is in. Um, so finding, you know, finding the root, which is the, you know, the, the, the key basically one you know even a two five one that one is the uh you know is the root note and then based on that root note that's the uh that's the chord that you, that you play so if two five one in the key of c is going to be d minor g and c right so d minor g major and c major and you know, even though it starts out in a uh, in a D minor, that that song is in the key of C. So you're correct in the sense that like it doesn't have to start with the uh, you know with the. Can, um, uh, can maybe uh, like can Aaron play like a D minor G C, and can you just like play the C scale to show how like even though it starts on D minor, yeah, you can play. You, you're still basing it off of the C major scale right. and the C major key, right? Okay, I mean, yeah, we, we can kind of show that. You, you want to play that from here? What is it? So D minor, two, five, one, C. Oh, I'm getting fancier. Because if I were to keep going, yeah. If I were to play D minor in that, it wouldn't like really match. So here's D minor scale. That's that's not it, you know. Like um, that two five one is specifically in the key of C. And um, if you know music theory, I, and I feel like this is this is going to be the answer to all your future questions later, is if uh, if you learn music theory right off the bat, the first thing you're gonna learn is you know is major uh, major scales, right? And based on those major scales, like do re mi fa sol la ti do, um, those you know each one of those scales is going to have a chord family attached to it because of the key, right? So we're in C, Do, Re, Mi, Fa, Sol, La, Ti, Do, and C. So it's going to be one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. And each one of those numbers has a corresponding chord to it based on the chord family. Okay, so it's gonna be um, one, four, five are gonna be majors, two, three, six are going to be minors. So it's gonna be um, C, D minor, E minor, F, G, A minor, B diminished because the seven is a diminished chord, C. Okay, so that two five one is uh, is specific to the key of C. Now, if uh, if you're like, how do I tell people what key a song is in? Like, think of all the chords. Every single key, as long as you're playing in the chord family, is going to have three unique major chords and three unique minor chords that are attached to it. So, if you're in the key of G, for example you have the you know the the majors g d and c no other key is going to have those three main major players in it okay only the key of g is going to have that sure you can have the chords g d and c but they're not going to be the uh, the one four and five 
it's, it's gonna you know the more I get into that, the more it's gonna be get more complicated. Just know <laughs> that um, those three majors are unique to um, to the key of G. Just like in the key of C, C, F, and G are unique to that key. Just like in F. F, B flat, and C are unique to that key. So one, four, five, the majors are going to only be um, specific chords for a specific key. All right. So if you know the song and someone's like, "What key is this song in?" You know, even if it doesn't start in a one, as long as you know the chords and which chord family those chords belong to. That's how you get the key. Don't worry about roots. Don't worry about any, you know, anything yeah. like that. Look at the chords. So, what yeah. the chords so, so you're for, given. For like hmm? that example, the minor G and C. Right. So um, you got half. You know, you know oh, that it's not. It's, yeah. You know that it's not the key of D minor. No. Right, because you yeah. played the D minor scale. Yes. And you know, and then what if yeah. you assume that it's in the key of G? Instead? It's not in the key of G either because D yes. is major. Because and D is yes, major, D is major in, in, in the key, key of, of yeah, so, so basically, you, you would have to know your chord families. Mm -hmm. so, so you can take all of the chords that are in the song mm -hmm. and then find, find a chord family that has all of those, all of those in there. Those yep. chords uh, in yep. it. And then you, then you find out what, yes, key. what key, what key you're in yeah. really. Cause I, those are unique to those, you know, those specific keys. Go ahead. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I think, uh, well, like, you know, saying like, well, you can know that it's not, you know, in G, right. But you can also, if you're not sure, like, mm. oh, I don't know, like this kind of has chords from here and it kind of has chords from here, yeah. but I'm not really sure which one exactly it is. It, it you know, I should be doing it. Mm -hmm. Like uh, the the last song challenge we did, right? I I made chords, but I was mm -hmm. like, I don't know what key it is. So I, <laughs> that's why I asked you, like, yeah. can you figure out what key it's in? And then you tried you tried several different keys, right? Like you mm -hmm. kind of just played over it. So if you're like, you know, doing that same example of like D minor G C, and you're thinking maybe it's in the G major, just try and play like a G yep. major scale over it, you know? Yeah. And you, you'll probably find that it's like, oh, it's pretty close, yeah. but there's like one note mm -hmm. that doesn't fit or there's a few notes that don't fit. Same thing with the, that D minor scale, right, too. Yeah. That's why it's like, oh, there like a few notes do fit, yeah. but then these other notes do not fit. So yeah. I should kind of mark this off. And when you find like, you know, when you land on the C major mm -hmm. scale, it's like, okay, all of these notes pretty mm -hmm. much fit no matter what chord is being played. Yeah. And, and I, it'll feel okay. And I don't want to confuse you any further because, like, you could be in the key of G and you could have a D minor in there, but there are specific special rules in order to uh, to kind of cram the D, like the D <laughs> so, minor in there. So, so don't yeah, worry yeah. about it. But yeah. just just know that you know because I want to cover my bases because people are like, as, yeah. what about this song that has yeah. this D minor in there? It's a key of G. Uh, to those people, I'm like, hey, you <laughs> yeah. know, this is exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah. There's special rules that made that happen. Okay, but. If we're if we're talking about just plain, very like very basic music theory, okay, uh, that's D minor not in the key of G, yeah. like that's yeah. just flat out not in the key not in the key of G because that but, F should be an F sharp because yeah. uh, G major scale G A B C D E F sharp G so that F natural is not in that scale. And like is that, that, that's the note in yeah and D minor, D minor. that's that's not yeah, yeah. 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 that's why oh so, thank you <laughs> yeah, yeah so so basically like what uh, as far as just learning basic music theory 
mm-hmm. you would you would start in the order of like learning your major and minor scales yes. first. Like how yeah. do you get a major scale? How do you get a minor scale? Mm-hmm. And then from that, you can figure out the chord families. Mm-hmm. And then from, from there, you can analyze songs and yeah. find a key that has the chords that you, you're trying to figure it's, out what key it is. Yeah, it's pretty simple really because when, when you break it down, there's three majors and three minors in, in, in a family. In any chord but, family. And those three majors and minors reflect upon each other because they're all related. So really, there's really only three, you know, like three chords. Like that's uh, that's unique to each that's, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah unique to each key right so that C F G the key of uh, key of C can be you know can be A minor D minor E minor because that's those are the uh, the relative minors to those majors which are related to each other so once you figure out three you figure out the the entire key already if if you just give me three major chords I'll tell you yeah. it's in this key you know yeah like straight up and and um if you want like a quick reference mm. we have our circle of, yeah, fits circle of fits with the chord family generator yeah. that you can print out and make for yourself mm. and then that's like a quick like it's like a cheat sheet basically yes. so um I think I might have it on my desk it's not the the nicest <laughs> is it all over there uh, yes yes yeah I have it Oh, this has seen some uh, yeah, some days. seen some <laughs> seen some days. So here, so here's our uh, our little cheat sheet. So okay, so just put whatever you know, whatever key that you have right here on top. So in this in case, I, I, I guess Aaron was looking at a D flat key, which is crazy. <laughs> so let's uh, let's go to our C. Okay, I'm gonna go C here. So I'm putting C right in the middle. Okay, the C is right in the middle there. There's your F and there's your G. And then um, across from it are the corresponding minors. Okay, and then the diminished back here. Okay, and that's that's it. That's how you can figure out what key you're in. Um, I would not... Now, here's one piece of advice, though. I would not overcomplicate it because it seems like you're trying to overcomplicate things. Um, be like, okay, well, the two five one and this and that and whatever. Like, oh, so uh, mm-hmm. can you can you give an example of like, say say you know the chords of mm-hmm. a song, a song, and okay. then use that in order to figure out what key it is. Okay, so like, let's just take the you know, if somebody gave me D minor G C, right? Uh-huh. So I don't have the third no, one. I mean, no. use a different example. Okay, 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 okay. Um, <laughs> why don't, why don't uh, Aaron grab like? Yeah. Why don't you give Aaron the wheel and yeah. then. Aaron can turn to a random one and he'll tell you what chords. Oh, no, no. Or, you, no, you pick some chords of a yeah. song and then figure it out using that. Oh, okay. Yeah. So um, let's see. Let's do B minor E E A. Okay. B minor E A. So the okay. chords for the song are B minor E A. Okay. B minor E A, which is another two five one. That's what it is. Okay. So I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna have to look for where A and B minor are going to be in an E. So I'm looking for. Yeah, there's my E and there's the A. The A showed up. Let me see if I can put the E in because there's a B. So this B is not minor. So that means it can't be the key of E. Okay. So if I just turn one more time here, so too much. So there's that A, oh sorry, A, then I have that E, and I have this B minor down here. There it is, so you can see it. That's all right, I don't need to cover it. There, B minor. So that's... So now, it has to be the key of A, key. because if you turn it one more, it's yeah. going to 
cover up the e. Yeah, cover up the e. Then you don't have an e anymore. So then, like that's not going to be it. So yeah, that's it's that easy. Okay, yeah. using well using this anyway. You know? Yeah, yeah. So that's why it's like a cheat sheet. <laughs> it's a right? cheat sheet. Okay, so um, going back to let's focus on that. So B minor D, um, B minor E and A. Okay, is is what I said, right? B minor E A. Now, based on what I said earlier, that there are you know um, like chords that kind of mirror each other. I hope this isn't confuse people even more. But relative majors and relative minors are a thing in a key. Remember I said there's really only three chords? That B minor can be interpreted as a D major because that is its um, its counterpart. Basically, that's its um, relative major to the B minor. The B minor's relative major is, Kahai? Uh, B minor. B minor's relative major? D major. D major. So now I have a D major, I have an A and an E because I said B minor, E, A, right? So now I have three major chords. Bam! Isn't that the three major chords right there? Is this your card, Kai? <laughs> <laughs> Voila! <laughs> Voila! Okay, same thing is in, the, in, in D minor. Okay, so, or like that C um, that, that, that we talked about earlier, D minor, G, C. So D minor, relative major to D minor, Kai, is? Uh, D, F. F. So instead of D minor, G, C, we have F, G, C. Is this your card? Yeah. <laughs> then you're in the key of C. It's really that simple. Even if you get, you know, minors and stuff, if you change it into its rel- relative major, that gives you the, um, you know, the, the three majors that you need. Yeah. Uh, okay. Jim, Jim kind of like, he mentioned this too. He said, uh, don't try to analyze yeah. complicated songs yes. first. Stick with un- uncomplicated songs, less than five or six different chords. And yeah, like... Uh, I mean, it's not bad if you recognize or you look mm. at complicated mm. songs, but that is where it's like people use like, oh, this chord is not in the key or mm. this is, you know, this chord is a yeah. flat seven, you know, sharp five yeah. itself. And people are like, what is this? It's like, well, you gotta, if, if you learn kind of the basic names of the songs and mm. the basic ideas, shapes of songs. Chords. Then, yeah, chords. Or like, uh, I think just in general, right? Mm. So like a uh, song can have a very basic, you know, the two five one is very basic, mm. and then people take that and they make it more complicated. But then when you mm. kind of like take it back down to this, like, mm. okay, they added all these seventh chords on there, yeah, they added nines and a thirteens yeah. and a yeah, well, the extensions 11s. are just yeah. extensions yes. onto yes. the majors and minors. And take all that out, <laughs> you know, and, and they can even like we have Mike come on right, yeah. and he says like, oh, you can do chord substitutions, you can mm. change the key into yeah. this and do all that kind of stuff. Yeah, but if you just like skim it back down to it's like what it was originally, mm. it's like oh, it's just a two five one song. So mm. that's why it's like. You know, I, I can understand like people want to get out and they want to play fun songs, but uh, try and look for songs that are like, oh, this sticks to one key and yeah. it uses five chords. You know, don't run before you can walk, right? Guy? Is that what <laughs> yeah. you're trying to say? Uh, yeah. <laughs> are, are you trying to say the the uh, magic term, right? Where it's like, well, don't run if you you're not being chased. Oh no, I, I meant like, don't run <laughs> yeah. if you can't walk. Yeah, yeah, yeah like learn, do these things do first, the, do the and then do first. these things. Yeah, so I remember the, yeah. <laughs> when when I first started learning ukulele mm-hmm. and and guitar, I guess, uh, well, just music in general. I was really into music from like the 1950s. Okay. So that and, like one, and six, Hawaiian four, music. I was mm-hmm. into Hawaiian music and and stuff from the 1950s. Yeah. And 
I mean, it wasn't all just that mm-hmm. one six four five. Like, oh yeah, there's major twos in there. Same now and then. There's <laughs> other, yeah. But I mean, but it was because I just stuck to those genres. Mm. It was easy for me to figure out uh, just major keys. Mm, yeah, yeah. Because it's pretty straightforward. Spot. All mm. of that stuff mm-hmm. was pretty straightforward. Mm. And then I could, I didn't even learn it from a music theory standpoint. I just started mm. playing those songs yeah, and yeah. then started. In my own head, say, seeing like, oh, this, these this chords sense. always show mm-hmm. up together. Yeah. And then you group those chords together, and that's mm-hmm. how you get chord families. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I, I, I remember the same thing where it's like, I, I was like, why do I always play these chords together? And then it's like, and I play these same shapes, but they're up and down the neck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're, they're, it's like, I'm playing the same thing, but they're in different keys, but they yeah. sound kind of the same, you know? So it's like, that's where it's too, like, if, uh, people who are new to ukulele, they, they kind of see like music theory and they jump on it and they're like, oh, I want to learn all these things yeah. and I want to dissect it and I want it to make sense to me. And my sister, she was like, oh, yeah, like music theory helps me understand music because otherwise it just seems like magic. It just mm. seems like you pull it out of thin air, <laughs> right? Sometimes music is magic, you know. <laughs> yeah. Some yeah. Hendrix chord stuff, they were like, yeah, that's yeah. that's sorcery. <laughs> well. There, we can get into an explanation yeah. for it, yes. but it's like super complicated yeah. or it's like, you know, at that point, it's like, is the explanation mm-hmm. really worth it? It just sounds mm-hmm. good, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that's kind of the thing, too, is that when you're learning these things, so when you're learning songs, like really try and instead of, you know, like analyzing and, and saying like, okay, this chord, it has a name. Its name is C major. Mm-hmm. I, I know that its name is C major. Like, try and take it in through, like, I know a chord because I know how it sounds like, mm-hmm. right? I know these major chords because I know what major chords sound like. Mm-hmm. I know minor chords because I know what minor chords sound like. Mm-hmm. And that's where it's. I feel like uh, when you got to figure out, like, a key, when somebody's playing a, key, a song and, you know, they're like, oh, jump in and you're listening mm-hmm. for stuff. You're not really thinking about like, oh, is it the 251? Yeah. Is it major yeah. minor? Is it these things? You you just hear like the your references from before. Mm-hmm. You're just like, oh, I, I kind of know this sound, so mm-hmm. I'm gonna take that and I'm gonna play it. You know, like I doubt like when when you're playing a two five one, right, Aldrin? Mm. Do you think like, oh, it's two five one, or do you think more like, oh, this is like um, Sunday morning, or this is like yeah, these association, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, or these shapes, these shapes yeah, go together, <laughs> yeah, and yeah. So, so it's where you can. That's where it's like. Even like people are like, oh, how do you know you can play this thing with this other? Yeah, because it kind of sounds like this other song. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know it yeah. from another song, and yeah. I know it works with these chords, so I'm just gonna tack it on. Mm. Yeah. yeah. In in that case, what do you think? Should you just learn how to play songs? Yeah. First? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Because uh, I think music theory explains the whys of why you're doing things. But if you haven't been doing things yet, and you're mm-hmm. trying to explain why before, it's kind of like. And, and I always make this that reference of like reading a book on how to swim kind of thing, you know, like yeah, until yeah. you're like, you know, you go out like to the pool and like and move your arms around like all this theories is going to be like, OK, well, that well, then what about this? Well, what about moving your arms this way or whatever, you know, yeah. like so, then you go out and you try it and then you see yeah. why you don't move your arm like a certain way or kick a certain way or whatever. Yeah, the yeah. rules explain yeah. the thing. And, yes, <laughs> but you got to do the thing first. To, to <laughs> kind of intuitive, yeah. you have to. Part of you have to, yes. have to kind of intuitively understand it first. Yeah, yeah. yeah. In, in in Jocko's like uh, explanation, mm-hmm. he said like um, uh, 
he said he's like a English teacher mm-hmm. and he kind of re- like he said oh is it like writing an essay and you know you want your like one chord to be your opening sentence and everything but I think it's like it's no you're you're trying no. <laughs> <laughs> just well, straight up no, no. Well, well, you're, you're trying to get to that right yeah. like you're trying to get to the level of like oh I'm writing an essay or I'm, I'm doing like complicated mm-hmm. like English structure but when you're thinking about it Really, you should be focusing on like it's kind of like learn your alphabets first and learn yeah. your <laughs> learn your uh, words, right? Because yeah. it's you know even if you you know like you tell a, a person in like fifth grade or whatever, oh your your first sentence of your essay has to be like this. Mm-hmm. It like doesn't matter if they don't know what words to use, mm-hmm. right? Like oh I I just want to say that. I like my dog and my dog was happy today. You know, it's like, yeah, that's that's kind of what you have to learn first yeah. before you, it's like, what's your opening argument? And then how are you going to support that? Yeah. It's like, that'll come later if you want to get into it. Mm-hmm. But make sure you know how to yes. spell and write things out first, you know. First, mm-hmm. you want to get a sentence, and then <laughs> yeah, then yeah, it'll come to. It's like, more like that, yeah. Yeah. Oh, is this a a, a fancy sentence? Is this mm. how does this work within the whole paragraph? You know, mm-hmm. how does this work within the whole song? Yeah, you can get into it, but for now, just focus on. I, I'm just yeah, learning yeah, these yeah. sentences. Just learn just how to spell words. cat for now. You know, like, uh, <laughs> yeah, get the fundamentals. Now. I think that's that's how we all learned, right? Yeah. Just start start yeah. playing songs, and then. Start picking some stuff, and then you'll mm. notice that some notes always happen together, like yeah. shapes of shapes of yeah. scales. Yeah. Just kind of come about. It just it just sounds like it's being overcomplicated. Like like I mentioned earlier, you know, like yeah. I think it's it's the trying to run before you can walk kind of thing. Like just just walk for now. Enjoy walking. Like walking is fun. It's it's great and stuff. You don't gotta. You don't even have to run. You know, like running <laughs> is not even like a thing yeah. that you need. Run. You know, like um, but. Like, make sure you, you know, like you get your fundamentals, you get the playing part down first. And then, um, you know, once you kind of get that and you can, like Aaron said, you can intuitively put things together. And I think that's when you can start to break things down. But even when you're breaking things down, break down the simpler stuff first before you can get to that, you know, like, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. What, uh, when did you start learning music, music theory? theory? Pretty early. Like, uh, I want to say ninth grade, eighth grade, ninth grade. That's like, but it was through band or what it was band because like we were forced to uh, to know all our scales by memory. Oh, like by Mr. Mac, but he was like then, a slave driver. But <laughs> like, then, how does that huh? uh, apply to ukulele? When did you figure out scales on ukulele? I mean, you know, like if uh, if I'm playing, I remember actually, I was uh, I was doing um, what is that song called? I'll be your baby tonight. Uh-huh. Yeah, so I was trying to figure out. Um, this song or the picking of that song by just listening to it okay yeah. and then i i remember um i i was trying to explain it to my friend uh kaniho who you guys have seen on some of the uh, some of the videos because he like we were on the phone together and that's what you kids did back then right like you know you're just on the phone with your friend and he's like can you teach me that song i was like over the phone like i don't know how to like how am i gonna do this like oh uh-huh. this f- string this fret or whatever yeah. and i'm just like you know what um, I think this song is in the key of is in the key of F. Then like my band, you know, like my band mentality kind of just went in. I'm like, okay, how about this? You know, like uh, here are the notes. Like you know, like 
We're going to be just using those notes. There's、uh-huh. no notes that we're not going to use that's not in there. Okay. So then he's like, okay, you know, let's,、uh, okay. So based on that, we're going to go, uh, uh, It's like we're just gonna play F in every single you know, note in the cube F, and that's how I associated the,、um, the scales to, to what I was playing on my ukulele and how I was explaining it to my friend, basically. Yeah, but, just to but make a long the, story short, huh? You learned the picking first. Yeah, I knew the, I knew the picking. But you, know? you just、so、didn't.、So、I, I didn't know how to explain it to a、uh, random. Exactly. To a so that's like, it, right? You figured、yeah. out the picking by ear. By ear. And, and, the, and, and then played around with it, broke it down using my music theory. In order to communicate that to someone else,、yeah. that's how. You, that's、yeah. why you needed the music theory. Kind、But、of. Otherwise, otherwise would, it would just been long. You'd be like, okay, E string first fret, because if it's like, okay, you know that we're only gonna be using one three、uh, zero one three zero one three five seven eight, which is. F G A B flat C D E F. So,、uh-huh. so then I can just kind of tell them, okay, so it's like A B flat C,、uh, A C D, or whatever it's、yeah. going to be. Like, I'm just going to tell him the notes. So he doesn't, he doesn't need to know. And if I say B, he knows exactly what I mean. Instead of B. It's a yeah, B flat. B, you know, like, B, B flat, oh, I just、yeah. take B, or whatever, or B flat. And then, um, It was just a lot easier to, to explain it. And I was like, oh,、yeah. why don't I just do everything like this? And、uh, from then, once I made that connection of like, oh, it's the key of F. So I, I apply that same knowledge, like, oh, let's check out Opihi Man. Oh, I am playing everything in the key of, you know,、uh, I'm playing all the notes in the key of G. Like, it isn't the key of G. I, then I did surf and I did everything, you know, like yeah, yeah. from there, I'm like, oh man, everything just kind of yeah, fits. It, it But I was、sense. doing those already. I, I already knew the picking to,、uh, to Opihi Man. I already knew the picking to,、um, to, to surf. I didn't need, you know, like music theory to figure it out by ear, but then using, you know, using my ear kind of allows me to like break down that, you know,、yeah. that picking. And every other picking that I've learned after that,、um, because I remember my first big hurdle, which was Olinda Road. Olinda Road. It's a little bit more complicated. So it's not、uh-huh. like it's a,、um, it's a Kyle Crater Boy songs, which just kind of follows the melody line and stuff. It's like a, a A big major ukulele solo picking kind of thing. So I'm like, okay, well, what key is what key is this in? It's an F, okay. So I can only really play these. And I'm like, okay, he's doing harmonies, like third harmonies. So that music theory kicked in once again, like,、oh, okay.、Yeah. So、All right, so I knew now. You know, like I did all, like I just put all of that together. I'm like, I got this. Like, and that's how I tackled every single song after that body surfing.、Yeah. Everything is just because of my knowledge of music theory that, that made everything a lot simpler. Yeah, I think、oh. it's like a, you need a base level of ability、yes. before music theory becomes even helpful. Yeah, 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 I guess. So, yeah. so even like,、uh, even thinking about that, how、mm-hmm. long were you? So you said like ninth grade, right? Yeah. How long were you just playing music、Ooh. before then? When did you start playing music? I started playing、um, when I was in third grade. So, so, that, so like six years. Yeah. <laughs> six years of playing, just playing whatever I was told to play. Yeah. Know, like, and, yeah. And that's kind of why, like, people, you know, they're、mm-hmm. like, oh, I've been playing for three years and I'm trying to do music theory. Oh, Or not、yeah. three years, but I've been playing for three, three months. months. <laughs> three months. I'm trying to do, <laughs> trying to do this. It's like,、mm-hmm. well, just get. Get the playing part down first, and then yeah, you can explain the why when you're playing these certain yeah, things. Yeah, and then、know? that will, once you, once you get to that point,、mm-hmm. then it might help you to elevate your playing beyond that. Yes. But before that, 
it's not really helpful at all. <laughs> no, no, like, like yeah. I still like I understand a lot of music theory mm-hmm. stuff, but I'm not good enough to really make it. Yeah, because with, with with Randall's case or Kanijo, sorry, <laughs> Kanijo's case, he was uh he was part of chorus, you know, like the the yeah, choral. Yeah, so he like, understood. So that. he understood music theory as well. Yeah. So yeah. you know, he knew like okay, F, here are the notes and stuff. One flat, B flat. Or, or whatever you yeah. know like and um and if we were to put it on our ukulele e string first fret f then g a b b flat c d e f he knew yeah. like he i could communicate with my friend over the phone teach him this song <laughs> via music theory yeah, right, yeah that's yeah. basically what what that story is about yeah so it's kind of yeah it's it is it's like a language right mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so you need to be able to hear the language and then just like be able to to speak it mm-hmm. and like, then and then then you can learn how to write and <laughs> communicate what? in in like a, yeah because uh, i remember that there's that part in theory i didn't have to tell him it's this note this note this note i would just tell him like okay well then now you're gonna go up the scale oh just follow the scale up yes and, yes and back that's down. that was like what really clicked we're like oh i don't gotta go c string then second fret then yeah, open yeah. Yeah, first yeah. third open first third again yeah. i can just be like okay starting from c you're gonna go up to the c up here using the f major scale yeah then go back down and then the d uh-huh. So I, that's all I had to say, you know. Like uh-huh. I didn't, I didn't have to be like this note and that yeah. note and this I, note. It's like go up, F. Yeah. We're gonna keep F. Just do F. Go up and go back down. Uh-huh. So I, I can imagine yeah. people watching or listening right now. They mm-hmm. might be like, so that means that I, I should learn music theory. Mm-hmm. And then so when somebody tries to teach me using music theory, it'll be easier. Mm-hmm. It's like yeah, kind of. But like yeah. what Randall knew was how to play an F scale. Like that, <laughs> that's like what helped him, right? Yeah, like that. And you getting that basis first, and kind of like what Aaron was saying, like it's a language, right? Mm-hmm. When you're learning to babble, like if it if you're, there's a baby, right, and mm-hmm. it's just trying to learn how to say, uh, you know, mom, dad. How mm-hmm. helpful is it to tell that baby? Now you gotta understand uh, sentences. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. There's a, there's a certain <laughs> sentence structure. Don't put it oh, in that order. Oh no, no, son. That, that's not proper grammar. We do not speak yeah. like that, right? You just want them to be like, yeah. you know, yeah. Yeah. like my my nephew. He's mm, over one and a half right yeah. now, and he just you know like we're just really happy whenever he says something like, uh, you know, he's like ga ga. It's like, oh, he's talking about grandma. He's trying to say grandma, right? Uh, it's yeah. like, oh yeah, he's he's getting it. He's yeah. he's learning it. And so, uh, don't be so hard on yourself if you're you know you're learning ukulele mm-hmm. and you're as an adult you're like, I don't understand. Like, I mm-hmm. sh- should I get this things? Mm-hmm. But it's like you're learning a new language and you're starting off as a baby, right? Yeah. So uh-huh. take those baby steps first, and yeah, don't, and that's hard yeah. for people though. Yeah, yeah that, it's it's tough, especially you know, like if he mentioned he's an English teacher, so it's like I should I should yeah. have like this kind of mental of... capacity, like in order to understand this stuff. So I'm gonna do music theory so I can understand. Like, level, no, you got yeah, yeah you got jumping at a high level. You gotta start yeah. with the basics. What? With the uh, yeah, we you know, notice a lot of people, um, especially professionals, yeah. like if they have a professional career, mm-hmm. doctors, lawyers, lawyers and stuff, yeah, teachers. If they <laughs> if they jump into ukulele. 
they like overthink things immediately. Yes. <laughs> so yeah. just don't skip the fun. Like that's the thing. Yeah. Like, don't skip the fun. The fun part is like you know like the learning and just like playing, playing. songs, like playing songs. Yeah. Don't don't and, gotta do a deep a deep dive into like the uh, oh okay this chord to uh, to what you call island style is this and the the you know yeah but why yeah, why, why, are, why are those chords just, dude, just play island style like just play, it's, it. just play island style <laughs> that's fun like yeah because it's fun <laughs> play it just because the song is good <laughs> if, if you you know if you consider like yeah. why why are we playing music right yeah it's because we're trying to express our emotions so mm-hmm. it's like really try and get that first mm-hmm. and me and aaron were talking about this earlier like don't overlook just listening to music and listening and enjoying music first. Mm-hmm. Yeah. People say like when you ask them like, oh, do you listen to music? They're like, yeah, I listen to music on the radio or whatever. Mm-hmm. But it's like, are you like driving while listening to music? Or are you like doing something else? How, how much of your, the time of your day do you just sit down and listen to a song and like, dang, I really like this song. And I'm like taking the mm-hmm. song entirely. And, yeah. You know, I'm trying yeah. to get it into me so it's like yeah well you know just take the time to really if you're playing a song and you're playing with ukulele take the time to listen and be like am i mm-hmm. playing the same thing on ukulele as the song is playing mm-hmm. and once you kind of i feel like once you hear that you're lined up and it's like oh my timing is the same and the chords are mm-hmm. matching it's like i don't think you f- forget that feeling and yeah that's after that, that's kind of like what we're all like chasing after, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I just want to. That's what makes you stick yeah. with it. Yeah. Being able to create music, beautiful or, music, or like, ah, <laughs> oh, I love this. I love <laughs> listening to this song. I want to play this song. And yeah. I think that's yeah. We're all just like looking for the oh yeah i'm looking for the next song that i want to play yeah and that's why so fun. much people like want to learn like uh things like somewhere over the rainbow like things like you know white sandy beaches because they they have a connection with the uh, with the instrument to those songs it's like yeah. that sounded good i want to be able to reproduce that on my own like recreate <laughs> that that song with you know with, with my hands and my voice and stuff and and we get it and that's why like those you know those songs are, are great to uh to, to kind of learn right off the bat because you have that instant you know connection yeah. and, and instant happiness like when you finally like oh man i finally got it i can play the entire song like that it, you don't worry about music theory you know like when you're <laughs> yeah. when you're just learning the song it's yeah. not like ah that's a, i want to keep going point. but you you got yeah you got the yes the main point okay like, so or i was gonna say like uh we did the challenge right mm-hmm. where you went out and we told you oh teach five people on the street yeah and you can see how happy they are when you just teach <laughs> yeah. them just the way you are or happy and, birthday <laughs> yeah and they're strumming like with you right mm-hmm. yeah and you can see that connection yeah. where it's like mm-hmm. oh yes like i finally got it yeah. you know so yeah, so, that's, yeah. that's all you want to do don't skip the fun and don't run before you can walk mm-hmm. like really that's walking is awesome fun is awesome this is do that don't overcomplicate things it, these are these are our best advices <laughs> for today at least the the hard things, mm. the complicated things will come with yeah. time, but you don't, yeah. yeah, you don't have to feel like do yeah. it right now. Focus on the playing. Yeah. Focus on the playing first. If, Focus on playing good and playing well. If so, so if he's, you... a, he's an English teacher. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> you can nitpick all of our yeah. grammar now. <laughs> yeah, you're yeah. going to be like, oh, well, you don't play good. <laughs> play well. There you go. 
I'm gonna. I'm not gonna take the <laughs> suggestions from these boys who barely speak English. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, oh, yeah. English is my second language. I always have to remind people that it's just got. You got to have a little I, mercy on on the little Filipino boy. Yeah. And pigeon, and, and yeah. pigeon English is your third. My language. third language. <laughs> yeah. You know. I well actually. Uh, English is my fourth language. Oh, I yeah. learned Tagalog, I learned Ilocano, and uh-huh. I learned um, Visayan. Uh-huh. And then I learned English. Yeah. So, and you, you know, if I you, if I say I want to play good, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna say I want to play good. You didn't, <laughs> and you didn't learn English from like you know the highest level of English no, speakers. The highest level. <laughs> I learned it from the streets. <laughs> you learned it from a place where it's like all these people are speaking yeah. other languages, and they're like. We gotta like make a way to kind of converse with yeah. each other. So no, well, Aldrin learned it in Manila. I learned it oh, in yeah. the streets of Sesame. Yeah, the streets. Oh yeah. man, there were monsters everywhere. There was, you so, know, it was a pretty yeah. diverse street. I liked it, you know. So even pigeon pigeon English is like it's like fifth, my fifth language. language. Yeah, yeah. I have, oh, so. Because people are like, oh, that's just oh, three dialects of Filipino. It's like, they're very different. Yeah. Like, those three Filipino dialects are completely different with their own rules and, and way they say things. It's, yeah. it's, uh, it's pretty complicated. And because my mom is a, uh, is a native um, Visayan speaker, my dad is you know, a native Ilocano speaker, and I was born in Manila. So I was forced to understand. I mean, everyone basically is forced to understand and learn Tagalog, but mm-hmm. they have their own language from where they came from. And yeah, then I was yeah. exposed to a lot of Ilocano when I moved here because mm-hmm. the Ilocano community in Hawaii in general. Yeah. That's why a lot of like back in the in the 90s, like um, a lot of the uh, the stereotypes were all Ilocano stereotypes. Yeah. So me coming in from like from Manila, <laughs> like I didn't have that Ilocano accent or uh-huh. nothing like that. And people were like, what? I thought you were from the Philippines. Where's, yeah, yeah. where's the accent at? I'm like, we don't have that. Right? <laughs> I'm not from Ilocos. Like, yeah. My dad has that. All right, um, I want to get to this before we, um, you know, before we, <laughs> yeah, we move on. Rob sent us something really nice. The guys. Now here's the guys. And it got little musical notes in it. All right. Oh, it's, it's like, like Lone Wolf and Cub, you know, like, <laughs> or what, what's that, that comic? But yeah, it's like, a, it's like a mama wolf and a baby. It's like me and you, Kai, a little baby wolf. Y- y- sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Um, okay. Oh, sorry. I, I meant to. I guess I meant to look inside here first and then read this note. I, uh, just, I, I read think the you note. Can read it. Right. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Right. Okay. Let's read. Let's read the note. It says Aloha. This carrot habanero hot sauce was gifted to my office. Figuring that you have probably never had a, <laughs> you probably never had a healthy carrot hot sauce. I am passing it uh, to you for your review. Wow. Oh. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh. Healthy hot sauce. <laughs> <laughs> Carrot habanero pepper sauce. This sounds good, actually. Um, okay, so next time we're going to uh, try this out. Uh-huh. I'm gonna have to bring back the uh, the boot shaped chickens <laughs> and uh, try out this very special sauce. Okay, so thank you so much, Rob. It's a uh, chaya tacos sauce. Carrot habanero pepper sauce. I'm uh, I'm excited. I you know I, I'm kind of curious as how the carrot. 
Because Kara is more on the sweet side. Yeah, is it going to come through? Yeah, is, is the carrot going to come through or is the habanero just going to be punching the carrot, you know, like yeah. in the face? So I'm very, very, very Sounds curious. Like I'm, I'm stoked. I'm stoked for this. And I'm stoked that you didn't give me like a, like a burn the butt kind of, you know, like uh, <laughs> pucker butt <laughs> hot <laughs> sauce. Yeah. Because yeah. people tend to want to just keep one upping, like, yeah, I wonder if I'll drink it, hello, this yeah. <laughs> or whatever. Like this. The bomb. Yeah. This <laughs> sounds like it's going to be fun. I mean, that was fun too, but you know, they're in a different kind of way. So I'm still, we'll try this out next week, right, Kai, when we do our songs. Our songs is due next week, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so thank you very much, Rob, for this awesome hot sauce and the nice message. You guys are always too kind to us. We appreciate all any and all of your uh, all of your gifts. If anyone wants to send a gift to us, Kahai, they can send it over to this address that we're going to show right now on their screen, right, Kahai? Uh, this one <laughs> that we're about to pull up right now is will a, go. Is this one, right? Yes, okay. that one. There it is. Yeah. Ukulala on the ground, PO Box 1027, Koloa Hawaii 96756. Ukulala on the ground. You can do care of, like CO, Aldrin Guerrero, PO Box 1027 Koloa Hawaii 96756. That's basically my PO box. So if you want to send me personal letters or something, you can send it to that. It'll go directly to me. Um, I think Rob sent it over to you, Aaron. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's, you know, like other addresses and stuff, but this is the one. This is the official address for just sending us, um, you know, just like mail to, uh, to, to for the show. The other one is a little bit more professional. But uh, but this one right here, send it to this address if you guys want to send us anything. Hot sauces that we, you know, that, that we should try. Um, what else? Like, I guess, local local snacks that you guys want us to oh. check out on air or, if, you know, I, I um, we, we had that maple candy that we promoted that, oh, yeah. that one time. That was really cool. So if there's anything that you guys want to promote or it doesn't even have to be edible. I'm talking food. <laughs> but you guys can send us whatever you want. We got sent those awesome figures back there you know so uh yeah pretty much a lot of the stuff back here minus the cds you know are uh are gifts to us right and manny yeah and, Ma- <laughs> and, and manny yeah and manny and yeah. so even like uh we would be happy to like mm-hmm. even if you guys send just postcards right yeah like yeah, yeah. we'll post you know put the postcards back here and we'll, uh we'll you know it's, it's, yeah we'll figure out there's like so much stuff back there that I can't even, if you're, if you've been a follower of Ukula on the ground, you know, uh, long enough, you're going to know that all of these are, are super meaningful. Like every single thing in the background here, we made sure to pack in as much Easter eggs as possible <laughs> in, uh, in the background. Yeah. Kai, what's your favorite Easter egg back there? Uh, favorite Easter egg back there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's the Lego figs oh, that Lego you can't figures. really see. It's even hard yeah. to see right yeah. on camera, so. <laughs> so the, from the, Nam. From Nam. The, the yeah. Nam Legos. Oh, yeah. It's good times. Good times. That's, that's when we used to attend Nam, which we might be attending again. <laughs> I thought we were done, but no. Uh, we'll, Someone might twist our arm. Yeah, to come to, back to, uh, to, to come back do to our Nam. Nam coverage again. Uh, you know if, what? I mean, they, because... Yeah, did they do? They, they didn't do it this year, right? Uh, Nam, like the yeah, oh, yeah. winter Nam. I thought you meant they as in they, yes, but yeah, no, this no, no, Nam in general. Yeah, I don't yeah, think yeah. Nam was held this yeah. year, right? Yeah. Well, when is uh, summer Nam too? Because I don't think Soon. maybe July. I'm not I, sure. I don't know if they're gonna do yeah. that even. Right? Like that's probably gonna. <laughs> you be can't have too. that many people in like, yeah. the Anaheim Convention Center and be safe. Yeah, like, I just I don't think that's you know that's just uh, right responsible now, yeah. thing to yeah. do. You know, yeah. um, but I think the next Nam that you know that 
that they put up, we might in person. In, the, the, yeah, have to be there in person. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, we we love Nam. Actually, I'm just joking. We actually really love Nam. We love seeing the people, you know, over at Nam. If you guys don't know what we're talking about, Nam is the Kahai. Uh, National, National Association for Music Merchants. Yes, it is. Um, they basically show off all the uh, all the new, um, you know, like musical instrument models and musical instrument accessories and things, just music in general. So we uh, we try to update you guys with the you know with all the latest and stuff. And we used to do that, but um, we stopped doing so because everyone does coverage you know like we don't we don't need ours anymore like there's <laughs> so much better coverage out there yeah. but uh yeah there's some circumstances have I mean, uh, have have arised that we'll give you guys more information later but for now just don't worry about it we, <laughs> we, we like going to nam right and hanging out with everybody yeah like, it's that nice was to see people fun, so. no it's also yeah. nice to see like the new products and stuff but, like yeah. it was it was cool that's how we learned about like the you know the taylor ukulele and um Mm-hmm. And and a lot of the experimental stuff that you know that's kind of come out. So uh, now there's like so much ukuleles that have come out like since we left Nam that I have no idea about. Like flight's been like a big thing, you know. That, yeah. But I remember going to the flight booth and I'm just like, this, what is this? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this is we're just starting. Yeah, out. but you know, I guess if you have enough money to be like, I'm gonna sponsor this person and that person, and then they'll have enough input yeah. to make good nukes. I, I yeah. guess I yeah. I don't know. It's been a while. You know, so things like that were like, um, my opinions of products are like, um, are kind of outdated. So I'm kind of excited to go back and, uh, and check them out for myself because mm-hmm. I don't know, sometimes people tell me like this nuke is the best and I try it. I'm like, that's also <laughs> oh, what's going on with this, you know, with this uh, Zucalale. Besides Ooks, we also get like, uh, we remember like, mm-hmm. I think the last time we went, everybody was like, oh, have you seen the magnetic tuner? Yeah. And that was kind of like the hot thing that people were yeah. like. That's pretty cool. Like that's a cool idea yeah. to put a tuner just on your tuning pegs, right? Mm-hmm. Like you don't need a clip even. So yeah, some cool stuff. You yeah, know? that was fun. That was with uh, with with Kyle, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I miss Kyle. He's he's we uh, get he's, Kyle he's Lego back there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's Lego. <laughs> so that's Spider now. So that's a good one, Kyle. That's a good little Easter egg back there. Um, let's see, my favorite Easter egg, the automaton, <laughs> sent to us by Craig Chi. There's, so much memories with that automaton, let's just say. <laughs> there's actually a lot of stuff on the set, right? Sent uh-huh. from Craig Chi. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Pixapal's Ken is right next to it. Yeah. Um, quick story about that. So here, that that's the automaton. Like the, uh, let's see if I can, no, this way. This big tall thing right here that I'm pointing to, that's the automaton. Next to it, right here, is a figure of Ken from Street Fighter. So quick, uh, quick, fun, interesting story. Uh, Craig, you know, like uh, he he used to just be like in in like, Eugene, Oregon, doing his ukulele lessons there, and didn't really get out much, you know. Yeah, he so didn't then travel, he yeah, did a tour. And I was really good at Street Fighter, <laughs> so you know that's from Street Fighter. I'm like, like Craig, if you can beat me just one time out of the twenty times that we're gonna play. You know, you can come on tour with us because uh, <laughs> uh, we were going through yeah. Eugene. Yes, through Eugene, tour. and gosh darn it, he beat me, and that you know was a turning point in his career. Yeah. <laughs> we took him out, showed him the ropes, and now he's like he's doing the uh, ukulele um, festival of Hawaii. Yeah. Man, now so yeah, that's, he's heading. Up yeah, he's the, yeah. That's he's that's his thing. He's, he's the, the director, director of the ukulele yeah. festival of Hawaii. So man. Something as small as that, that's like kind of a reminder of like, oh yeah, that wasn't a little tournament that we had. And we beat me. That's and, why, um, yeah, yeah, if Eldrine ever challenges you to Street Fighter 
or Mario Kart or whatever. <laughs> it's a trap. <laughs> you should you should always accept because you never know. You never what, know. Who, you never know. Gonna take you know. You, you never you just never know if there's gonna be that one. T- yeah, because it's like out of twenty, I lost once, and that was enough. That's like according to our rules, yeah, it's yeah. like just one. He but, was gloating too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was good, and I think he deserved it. And I think people, you know, needed to find out about Craig Chi anyway. Yeah. And it was it was nice to. You know, to kind of introduce him to you know to the world, it was cool. Yeah, it was cool. We claim Craig for, yeah, for yeah. being a bird. <laughs> All the work that he did since yeah. then, like we can't claim. Yeah, that, we can't claim but, that. Uh, just yeah. that right there. Just introduce just the, the introduction. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, so that's a, the fun little thing. Every little thing back there. Um, that my second favorite is that um, that picture frame of, over there. That's from Korea. A Korean fan gave me that uh, made that picture frame for us. And uh, interesting. <laughs> cool. That's shout outs to um, oh, what's her name? Soul. Yeah, Soul yeah. Yoon. Yeah, shout out, shout out to Soul. Um, but yeah, so thank you guys so much for tuning in. Don't forget, we you know we do have um, a Low Friday live jam tomorrow, and tomorrow is going to be our live coaching as well. Um, pretty soon, where we're working on the scheduling, we're gonna have Jake Shimabukuro on. So make sure you guys send us questions for when we have Jake Shimabukuro on our little podcast, the Ukulele Underground podcast. Uh, what else? We have uh, we have a brand new lesson that just came out last uh, last week. Make sure you check that out as well. That is. Uh, leave the door open by Silk Sonic, Anderson Pack, and Bruno Mars. Um, what else? Next week, I'm gonna try and get a solo out. We'll see how oh, fast I can do that. Oh, Matt, okay. Whoa, you said it now. I didn't say it. You proclaimed that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I tried to get it out on the 15th. But if yeah. it falls on the 16th, we'll see. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. and that is my fault actually because I thought we were gonna film it last week and I did not. I was preoccupied <laughs> with some stuff. <laughs> yeah, my, my mind's been all sorts of jumbled lately. <laughs> it's okay. I was knocked out cold from my vaccine. Oh, Johnson shot. Johnson. Yeah, yeah man. J J. You're one and done, man. <laughs> yep. I got one more, and that's. We'll see how that goes. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Stay safe out there. Have fun, everyone. Aloha. Play you.